This is Clayton Howe's Entertainment X. For part two with Josh Strickland, we continue the conversation of Tarzan and bringing it up to present day and what he's doing to stay sane and centered through this crazy, crazy time. I hope you enjoy this part two with Josh Strickland and keep on keeping on. So I have to say, working with Phil Collins, it really was the best part of the entire experience because that's where I really learned how to collaborate with people, how to... Um, just really kind of grow up because he he's such a rock star. And then the, the way that he treated everybody and just was so kind and so giving and so collaborative, really, it, it changed the way I looked at everything, really. Now, he's very well known. <laughs> And you're 21. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that? What was that time? I mean, it, did it immediately come like to be a familial sense in the room, you know, with everyone working together? Yeah, I have to say it was so weird. You're like, when you say Phil, you know, you don't say Phil Collins. So yeah. it's kind of like every, when, when we're talking about Phil, you know, it's just kind of like, hold on a second. Like we're working with Phil Collins right now. <laughs> and he was so kind and invited us. He was actually going out on tour, like towards the end of our rehearsal process. He invited us all to the show. Aww. He invited us all for Christmas parties. It, it was just the most giving, incredible human being. It, it was just such a really, really cool experience. That's the thing is that like, even though creating a show, you become so close with everyone. Yeah. It is just so magical because you're there day in, day out creating. Some things you create don't even get used. They don't even, you know, and you spent all that time doing it. And it was just, it was just so cool. It was just, it's a great, great, great experience. I will never, ever forget. I will be humbled and, and blessed to have been a part of it forever, you know? Yeah. It's I, we were talking uh, earlier about, you know, Cruise Line and Disney and the family of Disney and you're in the family of Disney. And I guess in some ways it's kind of a gift that keeps on giving because they start calling you for other, you know, hey, you want to do this? Hey, you want to do that? Hey, you want to? Totally. And I think that that was what so, that's another thing is that it's it's so wonderful to be a part of a company that can give you those opportunities that right. can continue to they saw the talent, they see right. the talent in so many people. So whether or not the sh you're still in the show or the show continues, they believe in what you are giving. And yeah. so it's just so cool to be, I ship my best friend, Ashley Brown, yeah. um, who played uh, original Mary Poppins. She is just her and I formed such a bond at the early parts of this because right when Tarzan opened, she went into rehearsals for Mary Poppins. And so we would always do press together. And so it truly is a Disney family. You, you work together, you breathe the music together, you do these concerts together, but then after it, your friends, your family, you go out, you hang, you, I, I mean, it's just, I, I'm so blessed that it brought so many people into my life that will forever be in my life, which is, is the best part about it. It's so fantastic. I saw you. I mean, I have to say it last May, the family sing along. Oh, you <laughs> did. Oh yeah. Thank you. I love it. I just love, I love the, I love the whole sense of family with Disney. You know, there's so many people totally. been on Broadway and then their festival, of the arts and Epcot and TV. And it's just like, yep. it's just different than being in any other Broadway company. It's much, yep. you know, it's, it's bigger. And the cool thing uh, yeah. is that you look at the sing-along and it's not just Broadway, you know, it's right. like people for, like you're saying, people from television, people from film, people from movies. It's just, it is the, the company 
has so many different facets to it that it's so cool that they can all come together to create such wonderful memories and music for families. It's beautiful. I want to change gears slightly and I want to talk about your relationship with Las Vegas. What do you, (laughs) what do you love about Las Vegas? Oh, the lights, the glitz, the glamour, (laughs) the feathers. Oh, the feathers. Um, (laughs) I have to tell you, I never saw myself coming here, ever, ever, ever. Um, And now it's my forever home. It's just kind of, it's interesting because after Tarzan closed, I was still in New York and then Jerry Mitchell, I had been a part of Broadway Bears and Jerry Mitchell was doing this new show. And it was the same people who who cast Tarzan. So they brought me in and I was like, oh, let's see what this is about. And then I saw that it was in Vegas and I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I really made this move to New York to like make it. And I had been in New York at that point for like five or six years. So it was just kind of like, all right, well maybe. So, and I was like, it's a great job. So let's just check it out. Then the music, I was like, okay, this is so cool. It's like Michael Buble is feeling good. It's uh, Genuine's Pony. It's Pink um, by Aerosmith. So it's like a totally different thing than Broadway and Tarzan. Even though Tarzan was pop, it still had a Broadway sense to it. Sure. And um, so I was like, okay, well, let's give this a shout. And then it it just, it happened. And so he wanted me to do the show. Um, I flew out here only thinking it was going to be like a, you know, six month thing. Like we just were kind of like, it's a great gig. Let's go out there and do it. It ended up lasting. I stayed here for four and a half years. Um, (laughs) met my husband. I met my husband in New York, but then we, uh, he moved out here. So we created a life here in Vegas. And so then we, uh, just stayed. I bought a house, we bought a house and now my parents moved a mile down the road. So it's kind of like, this is, this is home base now. Oh goodness. And they moved from, they did the move from South Carolina. They sure did about four years ago. Yeah. And yeah, I'm their only child. So (laughs) they're like, we're coming. We, uh, uh, they're like (laughs) bags packed. Yeah. Now we're talking about peep show, which was the, yeah. And then you had, that was just, once you were there, it was kind of like, all right, this is fantastic. I love it. This is the vibe, the energy of the whole space. It was, I mean, it was completely different than New York, but it still had that 24 hours city, never sleeps type of thing. And Mm -hmm. so it was, I still felt at home. And so then it created this whole nother level of like nightlife and meeting people. And in the show, um, Holly Madison came to be our star after Mel B and Kelly Monaco. And we formed a lifelong friendship and she was doing, she was starting her own reality show. And so Mm -hmm. then I did that. So it was just like, everything kind of just fell into place here and it just felt right. Um, and I don't want to leave ever. (laughs) That's, that's incredible. I know. And I had been doing, you know, as I, as uh, what I know of you and then what I learned more about you through the research, it's such a, it's such a fun friendship from what I see between you and Holly, because the two of you seemingly, I mean, unless you're in a show together, you wouldn't, your paths wouldn't necessarily cross in life from what she, what she does, what you do. And now you guys are, I mean, you're besties. So it's kind of a, exactly. It's a, fun, yeah. it's a fun twist how you, you know, the friends just come in a way. 
Yeah, I, um, it's true that life life hands you all kinds of paths. Yeah, and, and now just to touch on that real quick, life paths and what have you. How how have you viewed your life path? I mean, of course, you said you never thought you would live in Vegas. Um, you know, <laughs> Tarzan at twenty one. What what have you made uh, sense of, so to speak, in following your gut, your intuition, and making decisions throughout your life? Oh, that's a tough one because you always have those down moments of like, did you do the right thing? Are you making the right choice? Um, I, I think that my path has been one that I'm very proud of. Um, I'm, of course, are there parts of it that I'm like, oh, wow, I wish, I wish, you know, I wish that had, had happened or this had gone on. It's so incredible what has kind of evolved. Like I said, going back to Tarzan in Germany, that was something that I never even thought. I mean, I had to do the whole show, learn the whole thing in German. That was something I didn't ever think I would ever do or was capable of doing. (laughs) I didn't go to school to speak German. So it's just kind of like those things were jumps. They were leaps. They were... Uh, uh, I was scared out of my mind, but they were things that at that moment I was like, this is cool. Like, don't give up on that opportunity or that thing just because you're scared or you don't feel like that's what you're supposed to be doing because until you actually try, you don't know, you know I mean? Like that's kind of the thing is with German, I was like, if I don't try, I won't know if it's going to happen. So I sat down, had to start learning, had to start doing it because I wasn't going to get on stage and be an idiot, you know, like (laughs) speaking it horribly, you know, so I wanted to do all that I can to respect the language and respect the place. And so it was, it was a lot of work and it took about six months to try and get that worked out, but it was all worth it, you know, and I met so many amazing people in Germany from all walks of life, which was what's so cool about our business. And going back to the path thing, I think that's what's so neat is that to go outside of your bubble sometimes creates such a different sense of self. You know, you really have to you talk to different people, different languages from all walks of life. And you, you really have more of a full sense of of what life is truly about and what's what's most important, you know. Is there any standout moments in learning about cultural differences, you know, from South Carolina to to Germany? <laughs> and what's important? Well, they do not use y'all in Germany. Um, they don't. <laughs> nah, yeah, I think they do now. After I was there. <laughs> um, but I think that it was. It's, gosh, I just was a worldwide open. Like that was the thing is that like, I'm not a closed off person. So I, I love to be amongst people and among, that's why this pandemic is a little hard, you know, for people like us, because we love to be in the room with people, chit chat, talk and hug and experience and sing together and laugh and all of that stuff. And so I think that that was what's so cool about living in Germany was that there were people from Italy, there were people from the UK, there were people from um, Spain, There, it was everywhere. So it was just so cool to like, see how they and we were there through seasons. So like to see how people celebrate Christmas, see how people celebrate birthdays, see how people, you know, just enjoy people's it was just so cool. Yeah. It's just really cool. 
I love that. I absolutely love that. I know I had spent some time a couple of years ago in the Philippines for a month and to see how much happier <laughs> people are in yeah. the Philippines than they are in New York City. <laughs> it blew my mind. Yeah. Blew my mind. So that's why. Yeah, I, I have to say uh, in Germany too, it was like, I mean, everybody is just, you know, they're doing their thing. Yeah. They're doing their thing. And there's nobody else really like slapping them on the hand. You know, it's just kind of like, they believe in like, you have a, dr go for it. You know, is life tough? Sure. But suck it up. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like, <laughs> keep on, keep, you know? on. <laughs> keep yeah. on going. I know. I know. Are there changes you've made in your life that have increased positivity and decreased negativity? Does anything come to mind? <sighs> I mean, I think that's a daily struggle <laughs> you know Turn it's it's news, one of those but... <laughs> yeah i mean like there's always those things that kind of creep in that will take you down the rabbit hole sure but it's kind of uh i don't know i have always tried to keep a positive face and outlook on situations because i feel like once you start going too too negative then it creates this whole other thing that is out of control and out of your hands. And so have those situations happen to us all? Absolutely. But I think that it really is, I think being a part of the entertainment community and being in a cast, mm -hmm. you have so many different personalities, so many different people um, that sometimes clash. Right. Most of, most of the time clash, yeah. you know? So, and so it was, it's, those are lessons that you have to kind of figure out, okay, well maybe, maybe that is not something I need to put my energy towards. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's, that's the kind of things is it, that you have to kind of learn along the way. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, is there, are there any most gifted books or books that have inspired you in life theater, anything that comes to mind, uh, favorite books, so to speak? Like, Oh gosh. I, you know, I've been during quarantine, I've been trying to read a lot more and I know Same. I'm not Oprah's book. I'm not Oprah's book club over here, but me either. Me either. I do. <laughs> I do love like fantasy and stuff. I think yeah. that that's why Disney is so special to me. Cause I love that the worlds that they create. Yeah. And so I've been reading a lot of like these, this series of books that's Disney. Uh, and they, kind of switch up it's called twisted tales so they tell it in a different way like yes. if something hadn't happened and they're really fun and they're really cool and you know the characters so like then you create it's it helps you create all these stories in your head so i've been reading a lot of those i love it my fiance reads those they're like disney sanctioned okay. right that they approve yeah you can yeah. take the character and kind of switch and yep. what would happen if a lot of what ifs yeah it's like what if ariel didn't get her voice back yeah. and didn't marry Prince Eric. So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm in. intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Do you have um, daily rituals or days, uh, ways in which you start your day or end your day? Um, I think it's so funny because I just have these isms and sure. I have to make my bed. Like I can't leave the room without having the bed made. Yeah. It just kind of gets me in like, all right, this day is going. I'm not going to get back in that bed. <laughs> um, and then coffee. 
I have to say coffee is just like my lifeline. If anywhere I'm at, I, and it's so I'm, I'm one of the weird ones that has to have always iced coffee. I don't really do hot. So it's freezing outside. I'm going to have an iced Americano. (laughs) Now, is this something you're making at home or are you typically buying it out or if I'm out, I'll buy the coffee, but like I have like Starbucks pods here. So I just make like an iced espresso in my coffee cups. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. How do you, and these are, as we get to the end here, I just have a few more questions. I'm curious. You're such a happy guy and I can Uh, feel it. The energy, it's so positive and it's real. It's genuine. And I know, you know, of course we have days right now with this pandemic, we have days. How are, how do you view happiness during this time? What, what are your views on it? I think that's changed since quarantine, I have to say, because happiness, I think before everybody was go, go, go. There was always this sense of like, I, I cannot sit still. If you don't keep moving, you got to keep your career going. you got to find another outlet to do like, and I, I feel like we've all turned to the internet and doing other things in a different way, but it has almost, it's forced me to enjoy the quiet, enjoy time with my family yeah. enjoy my home that you've worked so hard for to get and yeah. to create to be here and enjoy it is something that i've had to to um understand and learn and to spend time with my parents like that's yeah. they moved here across country and to be able to go over there and have sunday dinner or have a afternoon to sit down and just have a glass of wine or something like that it's just yeah. it's it's really nice it's really nice I got to be honest, I'm seeing my parents way more in the last seven months I know. than I had in the past seven years. Totally. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And it's it's such a, a it's such a wonderful, it's not a wonderful time, but it can be such a wonderful thing for some people to really knock them off a path that they didn't want to yeah. be on or they didn't know they wouldn't right. want to be on, you know, to have this time with family. Exactly. Um, are there, this is a, another 180 question for you. Are there any common pieces of incorrect advice that you're hearing or have heard in entertainment, theater, life? Um, I have to, I would have to say that just because, and this sounds so like namaste, (laughs) but like if one door closes, there truly are countless thousands, millions of other doors. And that is, I think the biggest thing that us as artists, because we are sensitive souls. We have, uh, you know, we wear Um, hard on our sleeve it's just kind of so we take things very personally and that is something that's very hard to keep reminding yourself that just because that doesn't work out doesn't mean that it's over doesn't mean that your path is closed it just means that there's something else for you that's and you just have to keep believing and keep pushing forward for that do you have uh, a favorite failure or a parent failure that set you up for future <laughs> success? Oh gosh. I think that it's just the normal stuff, like the failure of like growing up, making stupid choices, making mm-hmm. dumb mistakes. Um, I feel like failure is such a strong word and we take it so per- like again, personally, right. but a failure actually is a lesson. You know, a failure is something that you learn from. And so without those, you don't 
become a better person. You don't become, you know, you don't learn that that's not right for you. You know, right. it may be right for somebody else. That's the thing is that like, we're, that's what's so beautiful about this world is we're not all the same. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So I think that that, that is kind of, that's the best. I hate my failures because right. they help make me who I am. I know it's the, it's the, yes, it's the failures that make you who you are. Literally repeating what you said. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely love yeah. that. Um, how, how are you staying? And I know we touched on this a little bit more and I'm curious if there's anything else you want to add to it. How have you been staying sane during this, you know, seven month, eight month period now? Is there anything? In particular? Sane is a relative word. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is sane anyway? <laughs> I know. I feel like that is another that is another definition that should be changed in the dictionary after this. Um, I have to say that it's it's getting outside. Yeah. It's fresh air. Um, I am very very lucky to live in a a place that ha I have a beautiful backyard. I can get out yeah. in my own bubble right. where I feel like people in New York didn't have that opportunity. Um, earlier on, you know, when you're stuck inside of an apartment building, right. that's tough. That's hard. Um, and so that has helped keep me sane is just being able to get fresh air, um, getting outside. I've really tried hard, 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 because it's really not easy to s not try to be on my phone as much yeah. constantly, because I feel like that, especially during this year with the election and everything else that was going on, it was just, it was a lot, you know? Yeah. And so there's, there were times that I just think that the saneness needed me to be like, okay, what project can we do today? Right. What around, because my husband loves to do that stuff around the house. And so we would do different things, do backyard stuff. And, sure. and that helped for sure with like the mental of everything. I love it. I love it. Um, what, if there's anything you can share, because I really want to sit down with you for a part two. I love this slice of life you've given me. So yeah. I really appreciate this time. Are there are there events or um, things you're looking towards in the future, particular shows you want to be a part of, places you want to see? Is there things coming up that you, you're you looking towards? Yeah. I mean, like, unfortunately, as everybody, whoever listens knows, that, um, you know, our entertainment business has been hit so hard. Yes. And so pretty much everything into even 21 has been canceled. Yeah. Um, I am, because I, everybody's like, I can't wait to New Year's. 21 is going to be amazing. I'm like, it ain't going away on January 1. No, <laughs> at um, midnight, right, right but, there at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the uh, t 2000, the year it turned 2000. Everybody was like, oh, what's going to happen? And it's like <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing happens. <laughs> um, okay. I, I, but I, I think that I'm so looking forward to the time that we all can get back. Right. Um, there's projects that haven't truly been canceled they've just been postponed so i'm super excited just to get back into doing some of our symphony concerts that we do and right. uh the epcot festival of the arts that you had mentioned earlier that we do every um year it's not it is happening but they're not having music this year right. um so we're super excited for 21 yeah. i mean 22 to come back and to yeah. really go I, I feel like 
what's going to happen is everything's going to be that much bigger. Yes. It's going to be that much more exciting. It's going to be 10 times larger with 10 people singing instead of five. You know, yeah. it's just like, I think that it's just going to, I'm really excited to see because we are such resilient people in the entertainment business, you know, cause you, like we talked about doors closing, doors opening, like everything's all over the place. So like whenever this is able to come back, it's going to be, such a celebration and such a huge like just spectacle festival yes festival spectacle it's gonna be awesome oh i love that i love that um final question for you as we wrap up metaphorically speaking is there a word or a phrase that you'd put on a billboard for millions of people to see short story quote word about life or theater Yes. See, this is the thing. I don't. I. I don't want to keep saying stuff that people are like, okay, Oprah. <laughs> you know, it's like because it, but it's the good I stuff. Believe. It's, I think it's like yeah. believe. You know, I think that that is just something that he. It comes from within. It comes from everywhere in between. If we all just, and I think that that is to me one of the biggest things that everybody is just and kindness. Believe in kindness. Yeah. Is that. I think people just forget that sometimes we get caught up so hard in our lives that we just forget to treat others with kindness and like to maybe see the other side without all the arguing and without all the, you know, because that's the thing is that we get lost in our own little bubble that we're the only ones that are right. Right. And that's just not the case. There's so many other opinions. There's so many other ways of looking at stuff you can still think that you're right or that that's how you want to be, but just treat each other with kindness and listen to one another. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's so funny because we always say that. I say that too. Before I say words like that, I'm like, I don't want to be, you know, Oprah. I don't want to be like fluffy or anything, but those are the, that's the thing that makes you happy. It is. Yeah. I mean, those are the things that really give life to so many. So this is like one of the fastest conversations I ever had. I can't believe we've gone 50 minutes. (laughs) This is like, boom, done. Uh, that was so much fun. I appreciate you taking this time. Really, thank you is, so much. Is there anything else you want to add before we we end it up here today? No, just right. that you're a rock star, yeah. and thank yeah. you so much for creating a platform that people can listen and thank you chat and talk to and get lost. It's just really, really important. I love it. I love this. I love this slice of life <laughs> from Josh Strickland. I appreciate <laughs> you so much. Thank you for taking thank this you. time. Thank you. You too. Uh, I can't wait for this to come out. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Josh Strickland. You've been listening to Entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow Entertainment X on Instagram at underscore Entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another curiosity conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening. 